Amen. Jesus will show up. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank the choir. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. Higher. Higher. It's now time to welcome and say welcome to our neighbor, uh, first time guest, and just let let's let Jesus, let him see Jesus stand up in you. Tell your neighbor good morning. Now time for us to fellowship with one another and thank each other and thank God for allowing us to be here. Tell your neighbor you're glad to see him. Tell him you love him. If you get a chance, you can even put some makeup on him like the pastor always say. Amen. Let's, let's welcome each other this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, choir. Thank y'all. Love y'all.
and give yourselves a hand clap of praise. And that was good for yourself, but come on and give the greatest clap of praise to the one true God, Jehovah, Yahweh, the King of kings, Lord of lords, Prince of peace, Jesus. Come on and make some noise for Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. We say good morning to you again. I know everybody has said good morning to each other. We say good morning here again. As you can see in the choir stand, we have a lot of stuff going on with these uniforms. Amen. Amen. We got hats all over the place. But that's for a reason because we are celebrating our old school Sunday this morning. Make some noise. So since we are celebrating old school Sunday, is it okay if we do some old school songs? Now I know some people consider me a young man, but I was raised around some old wisdom. Amen. So some of you who don't know these songs, you're going to be introduced to them. And some of you who know them, we need you to help us. This is where you participate in the service. How many people know some old songs? Okay, so we're going to go down memory lane real quick. Y'all got to stay with us because we're going to be moving fast. Amen. Matt, what key you in? C-sharp? Let's see if everybody knows this. You know who we've come this far. Oh, y'all know it. Come on. Oh, I'm 
Oh, 
right glory. I'll be waiting up there. Come on. Oh, I'll be waiting up there. Oh, I'll be waiting up there. Come on up to bright glory.
shout praise. We're going to do one more before you go. We're going to do one more before you go. Go to C-Sharp for me, man. And we need everybody to clap your hands when we say, Have you heard of a city? There are streets of pain. Have you heard
an icon in this church. So, for those of us who are in the ministry, he was the one that we look up to for guidance and for advice. So, please mark your calendar. March the 2nd, we're going to be here to celebrate life. Do I have an amen for that? But I would love to see the choir sing like they're singing now. Amen. Takes me back to Africa. That's the way they worship there. Uh, they, there's no A and B selection. They're just singing from their heart. And they go from songs to songs. Now they can go for a long time now. So they don't, the clock don't bother them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I want uh, Pastor Nelson's homegoing to be a time of true celebration. For the way God has blessed him and used him mightily for his glory. Uh, it will be a good testimony for this church. Amen. Also, permit me to mention to you one of our own, Brother Charles Jones, very actively involved in the community. Um, they're going to be having uh, a 35 years, I believe, 
of celebration, the gospel music workshop. Uh, I want you to, where's anybody involved in that? What's the date? March the 9th. So will you please make yourself available for many reasons. If you are like me, you love music, we ought to celebrate what God is doing in our community. Amen. And also, especially when one of your members is involved. So, when you see a member that is doing something positive, uh, it's a good thing that we all be there. I'll be honest with you, my prayer is that anything good going on in this community, you will find Zion here there. In business, in government, in any area, community service, church, anywhere you turn, you will see the products of this ministry doing something positive. So mark your calendar, March the night. Let's go and rejoice. Amen. Of course, don't forget our family and friends day. What a blessing to have this event every year. The family and friends day is a time where we bring all of our friends all of our family to come worship with us. Amen. And I believe the date is the 15th, the 16th, and the 17th. Amen. I'm excited about what has been planned for us on the 15th, which is a Friday. We are bringing in nationally known uh, recording artist to do a concert here in this house. Uh, we have signed the contract. Uh, we've completed the arrangement. Thank God for this church. One of the vision of your pastor is to turn a dry place into a wet place. So we don't have too many activities in our community and I thank God for your church, for our church, that we can bring somebody in from outside and share with the whole community. But when you invite the whole community, then you need to be at home. Amen? Am I making sense to somebody? So this is your church event. This is your money. <laughs> so you might as well come and enjoy. Uh, I'm grateful to our planning committee. They're doing a great job. On Saturday, we're going to have another good event. We're going to have a movie. Anybody know the name of the movie? Yes, ma'am. Amen. I thank God for you. The color purple. 
Some of us, we have not been able to see. So you have your own movie theater. This is quite a church. Because everything we need is right here in the house. And thank God for our movie theater ministry. They hook us up. They are actually licensed professionally to have major movies in this house. I am quite impressed. In talking about the movie theater committee, please notice the spirit of excellence that is flowing freely unhindered in this church. I did not tell them to go and get a professional license, but they raised the bar on their own. So to whom much is given, much is required. So I am grateful for those of you who are involved in various ministries. Again, look at what God has done throughout uh, the black history experience this month. Amen. It's racing the bar. So I want to, someday we are going to go to heaven. I want to be able to look down in this church and see how God is carrying on the work of the ministry. So we don't have to babysit anyone. Just know what this church stands for. And whatever you are called to do, just do it. And do it right. Amen. Amen. Who is the lady over our movie theater ministry? Deborah. Uh, way back there. Amen. That's her. We are grateful for your leadership. I mean, you're looking good. Amen. I didn't know much about that ministry, but I see what they're doing at LSUA and what they're doing at LC. They bring current movies. So I just connect her. And she studied everything on her own. And now we are beneficiaries of that. So on Saturday the 16th, let's come together, not just for the movie. It's a good time to fellowship. Let's celebrate. It's okay for Christians to have fun. So it's not just about. One thing I love about our history is that the church was not just a place of spirituality was a center for social justice. It's okay to do more than just <laughs> reading the Bible. <laughs> so let's come together and have fun. This Black History Month has been quite impressive. Amen. And the young ladies, Sister Jessica Williams, helped us to put all that together. I 
I watched the dancers, I watched all the singing. It was very impressive. From the lobby to the congregation and, and even watching it on television. That's the church of my dream. Anything worth doing is worth being blessed. And this family and friends day is going to be another great experience for all of us. Amen. On Friday, we're going to have a professional concert in the house. Invite your friends. Invite your family. I get tickled when people will come and say, I've never entered this church before. That's an indictment. Thank God they're impressed when they come. We just had a bunch of sororities and fraternities. And I was really shocked that people live in this community. They said they know something good is going on, but nobody has invited them. So, Remember, we have a ministry of come and see. All of us. So invite your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers, your family. In case you are into church administration, our attendance has increased tremendously. We were averaging 100 people at 10 o'clock. It has increased. We are averaging at 300 people at 8 o'clock. It has increased. All you need to do, there's a little red thing there. They'll tell you the count. So it's not just the pastor that keep up. Numbers are very important. In leadership, we call that tracking. Every Sunday, I have a picture of what God is doing here. So, God is using some of you to invite people. A new member's class is growing. Thanks to some of you minister helping us to teach. So, but my challenge to all of us is that let us not be weary in well-doing. Because there's something called due season. Amen. All minds clear? All right. Open your Bible. To the book of Job. Chapter 22. Thank you, choir, for your ministry. You were singing so good, they can while I got up. I knew then you were singing. You know, I've been watching you. It's just, uh, I have a pastor here. He, he didn't turn Pentecostal on me. He was just shouting. Amen. Between Reverend Reed and Reverend uh, Dayton Williams, I said, man, this <laughs> I said, the Holy Ghost is here today. <laughs> we thank God. He's worthy of our praise. The book is Job, chapter 22. 
verse number 28. Thanks to those of you that helped to hold the fort while I was gone. We appreciate you, Pastor Kofi. Job chapter 22, verse 28. Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for this beautiful day. Somebody say, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to church. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here. Thank you for all of our friends and loved ones that are gathered. Thank you for the love of Christ that brought all of us together. Now, bread of heaven, feed us till we want no more. Glorify yourself in this house. Prepare our heart to receive your word. Minister to our spirit man. There are questions in the house. Lord, I pray for answers. Lord, I thank you that lives will be changed. Your name will be magnified. I thank you for the progress of this church. Even in the midst of construction, we are still rejoicing. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to speak briefly on the subject titled, There's a Miracle in Your Mouth. If you don't hear anything else, grab hold of that topic. There is a miracle in my mouth. As I study the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, one thing that I notice is how many times Jesus opened his mouth to speak even while he was on the cross. We have a way of talking about seven sayings of Jesus Christ. Some churches will call it seven last sayings. But I want us, before we take the communion today, that we embrace a simple principle that God expects you and me to use our mouth. He is our mentor. Don't just take the bread and drink the cup. Let's learn some of the values that he left for us. He spoke some profound revelations 
And I believe with all my heart, if you and I will speak, the devil will run. In that subject, there is a miracle in your mouth. There are two key words in that topic. Number one, miracle. Number two, your mouth, my mouth. What is a miracle? I just don't want to assume that everybody knows what a miracle is. My brothers, my sister, a miracle is any extraordinary event that manifests in your life. It's a divine intervention. God himself showing up in your life. When we notice a divine intervention in human affairs, we call that a miracle. Ladies and gentlemen, when you see people rushing to see Jesus, it wasn't because he was such a great teacher. The truth be told, there were many rabbis in his days. But what set him apart, in addition to being a great teacher, it was the miracles. Ladies and gentlemen, everywhere he went, he was doing good. You remember, he went to a wedding and turned water into wine. Am I still in the book? You remember, ten lepers saw him coming. They asked for help. And amazingly, they were all cleaned. Of course, you remember how he used five loaves and two fish to feed how many people? 5,000 people. And that's just counting men. And they have baskets, 12 leftovers. You know, I'm trying to suggest to you, our God is a God of miracles. Can I have an amen? Anybody that can walk on water is a miracle-walking God. He was so good at it. People that are dead, he could raise them up. That's why people, the Bible says, the multitude followed him. The good news, ladies and gentlemen, is that your God, my God, is a miracle-working God. Can I have an amen? amen? Ladies and gentlemen, many of you are here. Some of you are at home, live streaming. 
Some of you are going to be hearing this on radio. Some of you are going to be watching on television. You need a miracle in your life. Am I right about it? I don't know about you. I need a miracle in my life. You need it in your health. You need it in your home. Am I right about it? Some of us need a miracle on our job. Do I have a witness? You need it in your marriage. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I don't know about you. That's something to shout about. That is why I can say to you there is a miracle in your mouth. The Bible put it this way in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. They said, the word you speak is either life or death. So if you learn to speak life, signs and wonders will follow you. Are you still here? What you speak every day is either positive or negative. You are either speaking life or you're speaking death. You are either speaking peace or you are speaking poison. Some people speak so much poison every day and they're destroying their own miracle. You know, I'm suggesting to you, according to the word of God, your words has creative power. When you speak something out of your mouth, you are giving that something you say the right to come to pass. So if you keep saying, I don't feel good, you are giving that sickness the right to manifest in your life. So it's one thing to believe that you are healed. But when you say, I am healed, that's what released the healing to come to pass. Are you still here? It's not enough for you to believe you're blessed. Most of you here, if you're hanging around this ministry long enough, you would have learned that you're already healed. Amen. You would have learned that you are highly favored. Amen. You would have known that you are really a blessed man or a blessed woman. Amen. 
But one songwriter said, I remember Sister Story used to sing this song. It's not enough for you to believe you're blessed. The woman said, let me hear you say, I am blessed. The difference is in your saying. Until you learn to recognize the miracles in your mouth. And you begin to decree and declare what you want for yourself. What you want for your family. What you want for your children. What you want for your job. For your future. The devil will have a field day in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, but when you get to the point that you not only believe you're blessed, you go around speaking to the airwaves, I am blessed. I am highly favored. My body is healed. All of a sudden, angels go to work. Because the Bible says, in Hebrews 1.14, they are hearken, that's right, Pastor, to the word of God. Are you still here? Ladies and gentlemen, not only will angels go to work on your behalf, grace will find you. The favor of God will track you down. So the miracle is in your sin. You can think positive, you can believe the impossible, but nothing happens until you see it. The miracle I said, where? It's in your mouth. If I were you, I would begin to police what you see. Amen, somebody. There is power in your mouth. There is healing in your mouth. There is freedom in your mouth. There is deliverance in your mouth. Even you cannot get saved until you say something. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, there's a miracle in my, in my mouth. Say like you mean it. Neighbor, there's a miracle in my mouth. So if you're fighting any sickness this morning, notice it's easy for you and me to be talking about the diagnosis and the prognosis. That's why you find yourself Telling people, I got cancer. You go around telling people. See, people in America are too smart for themselves. You go around telling people, I got leukemia. And then all the demons hurt you. All they need to do is to bring it to pass. Because that's what you've been saying with your mouth. When you speak like that, you're calling more sicknesses, more disease 
to manifest, to take ownership of your body. You need to change your tune. What did I say? Amen. Joel chapter 3 verse 10 says, Let the weak say, I am strong. So you're not lying to yourself. You are obeying the word of God. The Bible says when you find yourself weak, don't stay in agreement with weakness. Instead, decree and declare with your mouth that you are strong. I'm not asking you to deny the fact. What I'm asking you to do is to say what God said. To be in agreement with the word of God. Amen. Amen. So go on on the offense when there is pain in your body. Say with confidence, I am healed. By his stripe, I am healed. Some of you will say, Brother Pastor, but what about the report I got from the doctor? You need to know the doctor is just trying his best or our best. At the end of the day, the Bible says, whose report you going to believe? I don't know about you. I choose to believe the report of the Lord. Again, I say, let the weak say, I am strong. What is the message today? There is a miracle in your mouth. There's a miracle waiting to be released in our mouth this morning. There's a miracle waiting to be published. You know, when you write a book, it's not enough for you to have the transcript. You got to publish that book. There is a miracle in your mouth waiting to be published. You need to purpose it in your heart. That the next publication from your mouth is going to be good news. Amen, somebody. Every day you need to declare and decree. Because the Bible said if you decree a thing. You know what I mean by a thing? Anything. What you decree shall be established. So if I were you, especially if you're a member of this church, this church ought to be sickness-free. Amen. Hallelujah. Your man of God came years ago and said, your struggling days are over. You need to embrace this biblical principle. Because we know in our knowing that our God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You need to put that in your mouth. Every day you need to decree and declare, I am free. 
I am healed. I am blessed. I am anointed. I am appointed. I am destined for greatness. People will see you, they say, oh, she's full of herself. But nobody knows like you know what God has done for you. Every time you say you are healed, things begin to change. There's a realm called the spirit realm. Long before you can see it in the physical, changes is taking place in the spirit realm. And if you keep on saying it, and you keep on saying it, what you say, the Bible says, you shall have what you say. So make it a practice every 24 hours. Prophesy over your own future. It don't matter what demon is standing by. They got to run. Prophesy over your situation. I remember when David faced Goliath. He did not face Goliath with a closed mouth. I know religion will always tell you about the slingshot. It was not the slingshot that killed Goliath. It was the miracle in David's mouth. David said with his mouth, you blink and blink. I whoop your... You got to understand what is going on. David said, today I will feed your ignorant head. That's right, Reverend. He never closed his mouth. The miracle was in his mouth. And you know what happened. He defeated the giant. Guess what David did? He released his victory through his mouth. Maybe you're here today and you have a giant in your life. Giant of sickness. Giant of poverty. Here you are, you're working two, three jobs and still struggling. Giants of depression. Giants of pain. What you need to do today, my brother, my sister, like David, announce your victory. Announce to that giant, I will defeat you. I will whoop you. Yes, yeah, all right to say, I'll whoop you behind. It may not be uh, King's English, but the devil understands. <laughs> he gets the message. Don't let the devil have the last say in your life. And don't wait for other people to see what you see. 
Are you listening to me? Notice David did not have the support of his own brothers. Am I still in the book? As far as the brothers were concerned, David was nobody. Notice that David don't even have the support of his own daddy. As far as his daddy is concerned, he's a lowdown. Nobody. Ladies and gentlemen, even the king have no confidence. The problem is that you're busy waiting for somebody. Follow me as I follow Christ. If I have to wait on all the pastors in turn to agree with me, nothing will get done around here. But there comes a time that you have to say, I'll go if I have to go by myself. And when God sees that you step out of the boat, all of heaven will back you up. David went in the name of the Lord. And you know what happened? He won the battle. Ladies and gentlemen, nobody encouraged him. Nobody supported him. But he was willing to speak miracles through his mouth. So if you're here and you can't find nobody to agree with you, do like David. Let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart. Be on the same page. And if your heart and your mouth can agree, heaven will hear your cry. Amen. So if you hear, you believe, you're going to build a house. Make up your mind. Decree and declare it. If you believe you're going to get a new car, Everybody might tell you, you cannot. They might give you a million reasons why you're not going to make it. But if you know in your knowing, you believe in your heart, and you don't doubt what you believe, the Bible says you will have what you say. Am I still in the book? I remember we were trying to build Phase one, you see, this is our phase one here. Guess how it come to pass? By saying it. I didn't bring millions of dollars. All I had, the miracle was in my mouth. Church, we're going to build. We're going to build. We had no money. We had no loan. But the building is now standing. Tell your neighbor, the miracle is in your mouth. We decided to build phase two, the building next door. They just flew again. <laughs> we didn't have money. Are you all see here? I mean, 
this, the trick is so simple. Your mouth is worth billions of dollars. If you will learn to just open it, recognize the miracle in your mouth, and decree and declare it, all of heaven will back you up. Are you all see here this morning? You keep declaring your dreams. Not what the experts say. Are you listening to me? I was traveling yesterday and in Atlanta, Georgia. I ran into Martin Johnson. And he said, I gave you his name so you can talk to him. He said, you guys were building when it was 9-11 and nobody's building. No bank gave me any loan. And we bankers thought you are crazy. Those were his words. But I don't see trouble. I saw a miracle in my mouth. God is big enough to pay your bills. Oh, I wish somebody would get the money. God is big enough to heal your body. Oh, I wish I had me a witness. God is big enough to bring you out of every trouble. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord, he would deliver you out of them all. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? What is my secret? Tell your neighbor the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. He walks with me. He talks with me. He woke me up this morning. He feed my children. He made a way out of nowhere. The Lord will make a way. When you get to the point that you know that you know, no devil can talk you out of what you do. That is why we sing in this church. Even with no dime in our pocket. And we go around and say, the Lord will make a way somehow when beneath the cross I bow. How can you say that? He will make
Father who is in heaven. You know the secret of saying it's very simple. God gave you seven holes in your head. In case you don't know. There's two in your eyes. There's two in your ears. There's two in your nostrils. But you got one mouth. All you need is one slingshot. You just need your mouth. There's a miracle in your mouth. So if you're here today, say, Lord, I need your help. You're the one that God sent me to find your way to the altar right now. Hallelujah. Somebody else is coming. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the miracle. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else is coming. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Hallelujah. 
anybody else. Yes, Lord. Come to Jesus. to be in this altar. Ain't no shame in my game. See, some decisions in my own life will be made within the next two weeks. The only thing I got is God. No support, no encouragement, but David said, if nobody encouraged me, I'm going to encourage myself. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to use our mouth. We come before your presence this morning, oh God. Lord, we pray that you forgive each of us of our sins. Create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit in us. For Lord God, your word says that if we ask for forgiveness, that you will cleanse us, that you will wash us, oh God. And Lord, we thank you this morning. Now, Lord God, we come before your throne of grace boldly that we may obtain mercy and help in the time of need. And Lord God, we need you, oh God. Lord God, we opened our mouths this morning for anyone who is having problems, oh God, in their marriage. Oh God, we will open our mouth and we will say, the Lord is my rock and my fortress. And in you I will trust. Oh God, you said, oh God, if we open our mouth, if there's one sick here on today, oh God, we open our mouth and we will say, the Lord God, Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of each of our peace was upon Jesus and by his stripes, we are healed. Oh God, we thank you. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, if there is one here today who is not saved, Lord God, oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus, you said, oh God, if we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if we open our mouth and say, I believe in the Lord, thou God, that we are saved and we thank you, Lord God. We will say, oh God, that we are in need of a Savior. Lord God, I thank you that this moment they are saved. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus for those who don't know which way to go, what to do, oh God. Their back is against the wall this morning. I pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, I will say, oh God, Lord, be a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, you said, oh God, if any man lacks for wisdom, ask 
for it and you will give it freely and not withhold. I thank you this morning that we walk in the wisdom of God. Oh, I thank you, Lord God. Oh, I bless your name, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord, right now I plead the blood of Jesus over this congregation. I plead the blood of Jesus over every household present. I plead the blood of Jesus over every business represented, oh God. I plead the blood of Jesus over our children, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. But in a way with child, oh God, I will say, oh God, children, oh God, are a blessing from you, oh God. Oh, Lord, you said that they are arrows in the hands of a mighty warrior. I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, for those who don't know who they are or what you have for them, Lord God, you said you have a plan for each of our lives. Lord God, you said that the plan is good and not evil. Oh, I thank you, Lord God. It is a plan that will prosper us, oh God. Oh God, I thank you this morning. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Father God, I pray that you bless the man of God. Replenish him, oh God, and give him a fresh anointing this morning to continue to preach and teach your word, Lord God. I thank you. Father, bless your people this morning. Bless your people this morning. If you want to be blessed, say yes. yes. Say yes. yes. Say yes. yes. Do it, Lord. Say do it, Lord. Open your mouth and say do it, Lord. Bless me. Bless me. Bless me indeed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's prepare for the Holy Communion.
22nd uh, chapter, beginning in verse 19, it says, And he took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. And then he broke it in pieces and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after supper, he took another cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people in agreement confirmed with his blood which is poured out 
as a sacrifice for you. In Jesus' name. The Bible says, and Pastor Darrell just confirmed it, that if you declare it, then God himself will establish it. So if you will, I want you to declare this over your body. In the name of Jesus, I believe the body of Jesus Christ is anointed and is anointed and every burden is going to be removed. Every yoke is going to be destroyed because of the anointing. Now as I eat this bread, I'm receiving the anointing. When I eat this bread, the power of God is removing my burdens, destroying yokes in the name of Jesus. Let's eat the bread at this time. Okay. Heavenly Father, I believe your blood is blessed. Your blood is healthy. And your blood cleanses. As I drink this cup, I receive your blessings. I receive your healing in the name of Jesus. You may drink the cup. Thank you, Lord God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for your blessing, for your healing, Lord God. I release deliverance. I release healing. I release favor. I release anointed uh, peace and provision over your lives in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. Bless your people, Lord God. This concludes our 8 o'clock service on today, Lord God. So we just thank y'all for being found in the house of the Lord one more time. We pray, Lord God, that your body is being healed and delivered even as I speak. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, when Pastor Dara, after I do the benediction, Pastor Darren and his wife will be standing here. If anybody want to just come shake his hand and tell him, you know, uh, introduce yourself. Or if you want to join the church, if you want to be a part of what God is doing in Zion Hill, come talk, uh, shake Pastor Darrell's hand and his wife, and we just thank you guys for coming. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I just ask, Lord God, that you, you bless your people, Lord God. Shine your light upon your people. Breathe on your people, Lord God. Keep them safe, Father God. Supply all of their needs according to your riches and glory, Lord God. As they go throughout this week, Father God, show them favor, Father God, supernatural healing and deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,